0: Hey, thanks, guys, for hopping on to another uh, episode of the podcast. We got an awesome guest on today. We got Bryce Pyra. Um, I'd say he's the goat of uh, door-to-door training. So <laughs> we're excited to um, get, you know, pick it, pick his brain, get some knowledge from him, and understand that. So thanks for hopping on, Bryce. Yeah, of course. I'm uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. So uh, Bryce, you know, he's uh, with Greenex, you know, Greenex has done a lot of good for the door-to-door industry with, you know, training, having guys go out and do awesome things. So he was the director of sales training at GreenX, created the curriculum training program, um, awesome. And then now he's moved on to bigger and better things, um, getting his PhD at the University of Iowa in consumer behavior. So if he's if there's anyone to talk to about training, they It's got to be Bryce. So we're excited to have you on, Bryce, and uh, get going on this. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much. (laughs) So um, I know, you know, we previously have chatted about quite a few things. Um, um, So I think the first big thing that we've chatted about that Bryce has a ton of knowledge on is building training curriculums. And um, he has a ton of great info on that. So if you could just kind of walk us through. How to build or training curriculum or tips on that? That'd be great, man.
1: Yeah, of course. So I I would say that just kind of again when when you're thinking about training reps, one of the biggest things is is to have your systems in place, because as a manager, an executive, uh, or even reps, right? I mean your 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 time is really difficult, and training can be difficult to manage. And so what you do is is you let these systems manage them for you. And so by those systems, you know, I'm meaning having, you know, a sales manual and, uh, you know, a sales playbook, um, training videos, and then, of course, this curriculum that's uh, ideally kind of this overall system and process that helps reps get from where they are currently to to where they want to be. And so when we're thinking about building out this curriculum for, for reps. Uh, first of all, is especially I would say really important is, is you need to be able to have a, a curriculum for, for your new rookies, right? And so these rookies they're coming in and they have no idea what they're going to be doing. Uh, they know they're going to go out, knock door to door, but they don't know what they're going to say. They don't know how they're going to say it. They don't know how to fill out an agreement, right? If you <laughs> put them out there without any of this, uh, they wouldn't make any money during the day, probably, <laughs> right? And so what you do is you set up this curriculum. And so when I do this, I, I typically uh, help reps see the vision, right? So you see the vision of, okay, what this whole curriculum is going to do. You're at this point, hopefully by the end of this curriculum, you'll have learned all of these skills. And then I, I usually prefer to then start going through the pitch. Uh, so in the sales process, so that they know at least what they're going to say. Because once reps know what they're gonna say, you can start teaching them how they're gonna say it. But they, Mm -hmm. without really understanding like what they're going to say, uh, they don't have that confidence and that ability to start introducing uh, these other techniques. And so, you know, teaching them how to do the intro, how to build a need and value with the product, how to close, how to overcome objections, uh, and then also, you need to walk them through and teach them how to fill out the agreement, right? I remember well, as a rookie, <laughs> with like if if you don't know how to fill out the agreement, you're gonna lose all these sales. And so you have to be able to learn how to how to competently use the technology and walk through the agreement as well. And then once you have down what you're gonna say, you teach them how to say that. So you build in your nonverbals, so like your body language and your paralanguage. Uh, you know a few more advanced tips on how to increase trust, how to how to increase your liking, uh, things like that. And so that then, uh, you're able to then have this full foundation, uh, that's hopefully ready for the summer. That's, that's perfect, man. Um, with the, with the
0: curriculum, I think you for sure know you know how to set it up and, you know, speaking of filling out the agreement, I remember my, my first summer, my first sale, um, went out, knocked, I should have trained a lot more in the whole season. That's why I love this topic because, me personally too if I would have trained a lot harder gone to the a lot more of the trainings in the off season spent a lot more time I would have made a lot more money um so you know I, I knew the pitch had done that but didn't really know how to fill out the agreement and that was on me <laughs> not my manager um got into the first house they really wanted it and I had no idea how to you know do the credit card I or anything I was called I called my <laughs> manager twice, and I'm like this is embarrassing you know it's like these guys are like, this guy, is he scamming me or what? <laughs> so uh, no, I fully agree that that's something that's looked over. That's very important. Um, I know that you're, you're big on, you know, the 12 week programs. So you just kind of want to give us a little insight into that.
1: Yeah, sure. So, so when I created this curriculum at Green X, it was like this 12 week program. Uh, right. And so uh, again, I think the first week was usually kind of this overview week, which, Uh, which the purpose of that overview week is is to uh, first inspire and motivate, right? So you're demonstrating the reps, uh, right? Providing this motivation and inspiration of of doing this training program, uh, but then also demonstrating the importance uh, of that training program. Because if you're not doing those two things, then your reps are just going to kind of pick and choose when to come to training And, and so, but really demonstrating again, kind of this overview week, hopefully gets them to understand like, no, this, this training program is here because I'm going to be learning different things. And all of these things are critical to me being ready for day one of the summer. Right. So after that overview, then what I'm doing is then I'm going through, through the sales process. So maybe I have a, a week on the intro, right. And all we're doing is you'll, And so another huge part of trainings is role play. So you learn and you role play. You learn a little bit, you role play that. And so it's kind of this back and forth, even throughout a single training of learning and role playing, right? To really get it down. And then you start to build in other aspects of of the sales process, such as building need and value, uh, right? Closing, overcoming objections. I typically have a week where I'm putting it all together so they can kind of, you know, see how it's all fitting together at once. You know, a week on absolutely a whole week on uh, going over the agreement and not losing sales there. Uh, And usually also going over referrals and that as well. And, and then also again, just this curriculum and, and again, having, going back to these processes. So once you have these systems in place, then this also lets you know, okay, you know what, this rep missed week five. So I'm going to know that I need to go over closing with this rep, right? Or this rep, You know, they were here, uh, but their role-playing was really bad on going over the agreement. So I'm going to make a note of that. And I'm going to know that maybe this rep needs a little bit more individual training on on going over the agreement. So again, once you have these systems in place in this whole curriculum, you're able to first help your reps go through everything so they're ready for day one. But then also you're able to see maybe where where they're weak on. Uh, So you can hopefully... uh, make those a little bit stronger, ready uh, for the summer.
0: Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. If, if the reps are missing weeks, you know, if you're just randomly going about things, you you have no idea what they're getting and what they're missing. So I love that where you can really help the reps. Um, <clears throat> so with, um, you know, I know we are talking about rookies a lot. So with bets, what, um, you know, what are your tips on training bets in the off season?
1: Yeah, that's a a great question and and something that, you know, took some time to figure out and a lot of thinking. Um, But with vets, typically my process is what I would do. So let's say a vet comes home, right? Let's say year one, rookie goes out, sells 250, 300 pest control accounts, right? Uh, Great summer, at the end of the summer, now what we're going to do is, is we're first going to sit down at the end of the summer and we're going to debrief. Okay. We're going to talk about, you know, we need just need to have a very honest and open and candid conversation. We're going to look at their numbers. So are you talking to enough people during the day? Are you knocking enough doors? Uh, if you're doing that, how's your close ratio, right? Are you setting too many callbacks during the day? Um, you know, or, and then when you go to those callbacks, are, are those not efficient and, you know, fruitful conversations, hopefully leading to closes, you know, so we're going to look at their numbers. And then we're also just going to talk about, you know, maybe what their weaknesses are. Uh, we're going to do, I also usually in those debrief meetings, I would do a role play with them. I would sit down and, and then evaluate all those parts to see, you know, where they can improve. And then what we do with all that information, now this is going to, as a manager, or as someone in charge of the training, this is going to require a lot of planning and front loaded effort on my part, is then you create a customized curriculum for them in the season. And so what you do is based on them, so you know what, maybe they're doing a great job knocking enough doors, talking enough people. But maybe there from you've seen in the numbers, maybe their closing ratios and you've seen in the role play, maybe again, their closing isn't great
0: mm-hmm.
1: now. And so maybe you decide, you know what, their biggest thing, you know, what's going to make them, what's going to provide the biggest impact on their sales to improve it from 300 is really improving closing. Right. And so we're going to take several weeks over closing. And so we're going to, you know, do a training on closing, you know, and then maybe me, uh, as the manager over training, you know, maybe I also go and talk to some of the, the top reps in the company, figure out their favorite closes, you know, and then uh, bring those back and, and create, again, just this customized uh, curriculum for each of these reps that you have. And again, where you're learning and role-playing and you're really improving that. So then when next summer comes, hopefully there's a, a lot more tools in the toolbox to be able to use uh, to improve your sales.
0: That's amazing. That's retention 101 right there, I think. Um, With, you know, your managers, your regionals, they're the ones who have dozens of guys under them where if they leave, you know, you you need to do all you can to retain them. And I think the biggest thing for them is growing, you know, growth. So if they feel like they're stagnant in their sales, where, you know, they're not really learning anything, because you can always get better in sales. There's always new techniques, new things new closes so if you're creating these customized curriculums for them I think that's that just will make them want to stay and that will even build your brand as a company knowing that hey even in the off season we don't just focus on recruiting we want to build our reps up where all of a sudden next season comes and we're we're killing it there I think then also another thing you're talking about like KPIs it hit me super hard where You know, with pest routes or, you know, sales rabbit, with solar, you know, it's important to have your reps keeping track every single day of doors they knocked and keeping track because, you know, maybe weekly or monthly during the summer, you can go over those kind of see where, where you're struggling. It's like, oh yeah, you're knocking enough doors during the day. You're talking to enough decision makers, but you just can't close, you know, or even in, in solar, it's like, oh, you're sitting at enough appointments if you're a closer they didn't fail credit and you just can't close them then there's certain things that um, you as a regional vp can go over with your managers or your reps and it just really dials it in because if you don't know those kpis it's hard to know where you're struggling you know if so i think that that's huge with with the kpis that that you brought up um you also talked about um when we were talking before with debriefing bets um, so yeah, you debrief vets individually, but we talk about debriefing vets as a group to understand um, kind of what happened in the summer.
1: Yeah, and so you can also, uh, again, take a group perspective, right? So maybe my overall training is a little weak in one area, right? Maybe debriefing all the vets is I discover that, you know, my reps don't do a very good job at uh, building need and value uh, in the service. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to revisit even my very basic curriculum, and I'm going to revamp that, right? Again, maybe I go talk to some top reps and I figure out uh, some really great techniques or things that they use, right? I'm going to do my research on my end and all my planning on my end, and I'm going to revamp that. And so again, feedback is really important. And as a leader and as Again, just as a leader in general, but especially kind of in training, it's it's important to be humble and know that when you need to change things, and so you go back, you make changes at the basic level, and and so hopefully then that's going to improve uh, things at, at an overall group level rather than just at an individual level.
0: No, that's great.
1: Understanding,
0: <laughs> I think that's. I don't, Take a guess. How many companies do you think are debriefing bets at the end of the summer? <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, from
1: what I've seen, not very many.
0: Yeah. Which, I mean, I just think people just don't have that knowledge, you know, until we chatted. I didn't even think about that. But that's, you know, instead of just having your same training program every year, I mean, it might be great. Your rookie reps are averaging, you know, 150 rep, 150 sales a summer. So it's like, it's great. But if you can come back and talk to those rookies talk to those vets and say hey yeah like the training program was great a lot of times where I where I was struggling at was you know x and then you you make the the change so I think that that's uh that's that's important to debrief at the end of the summer um I think the you know big topic that I really like your you know thought process on is in-season training I think you know we've what I've just seen personally and what, when I talk to reps is the people, the reps that train during the summer are the ones that just double everyone's numbers. So, I mean, I know you have a lot of tips and thoughts on, on in-season training.
1: Great. Yeah. I, uh, I do have a lot of thoughts uh, about in-season training. And, and so I have thoughts. And so I'll talk about these from two points of view, first from a reps point of view and then second from a manager point of view. So one thing to understand as a rep and, and kind of the attitude you need to have about training is, is that most of the learning and most of the training should be coming in your time, and not in in the specific, uh, and not in the specific training meetings. Right? If most of your learning is coming in the specific training meetings, uh, then then it's not good enough, right? And and so reps need to really, and so again, this kind of comes back to these systems uh, that you need to be having everything in place to allow reps to be able to do that. So uh, just a quick example to, to kind of illustrate this story. So when I was a rookie, uh, I came in mid-season uh, during the summer. I had, I had just come off uh, from serving a mission for my church. And so, so I came in midseason season and so I felt behind already. And so, but again, I, I really wanted to make these last couple months really worth it. And so I just put these systems in place for myself. So I, I would wake up every morning, I, I think at like 5.30 and I would go to the gym, come back, get ready. And then I would read our sales manual for usually about 30 to 45 minutes every morning. And then I would also go and role play with, uh, with other reps for about 30 to 45 minutes every morning. And then at the end of the sales day coming home, you know, while most people are usually, you know, watching Netflix or whatever, uh, I was usually watching training videos for about another 30 to 45 minutes every night. Um, and so from that, I ended up having a, a great rookie season. And um, and so, but again, it's it's coming from, first of all, if companies don't have those systems such as sales manual or, or sales playbook or you know, those training videos, or even opportunity set up to role play, that reps aren't going to be able to do that. And so, but again, from a reps point of view, you have to put in that time and and training on your own to, to be able to see those big leaps and gains. So that's from the reps point of view. From, from the manager's point of view, again, having those systems in place, uh, like I mentioned, but then as well i would say in season training from a manager's point of view there i've always typically handled this in two phases and so the first phase and this typically is just for like the first couple months or sorry first couple weeks of the summer this is a very big heavy front loaded training where again you're kind of going over everything again these training meetings typically are a little bit longer sometimes even you know 1 to 2 hours where you're really doing a lot of training every morning in your morning meetings, but just for like, I think I would normally do this for two weeks, right? Then after that, every rep, at that point, every rep should be able to have the basic skills necessary through those trainings and their own individual training uh, to be able to especially definitely be competent out there on the doors. And then after that, uh, morning meetings then go way back. They're a lot shorter because now they just need time on the doors. And so what you do every day is, is in your, in your training, you you focus on one thing at a time, just one thing in a day. And so, because if you say, you know, today we're going to go over closing and you give a general training on closing reps, do some role plays, you leave, uh, you have to really ask yourself if they really learned anything. And so every day you just need to focus on one thing, you know, today in closing, we're focusing on, uh, head nods and smiles. Right, and you really drill down, head nods and smiles in closing, and then all the reps that day focus on their head nods and smiles in their closing. And then what you start to see is you as you focus on just one thing a day, then every single day they're picking up one little thing, which again is all those things accrued is going to make a big impact by the end of the summer.
0: Wait, that's that should be double. Yeah, that should for sure double everyone's revenue. Um just doing that in the in the summary like like you said and what i've seen is you know reps that put all those principles into place like you were saying put those systems into place watch you know read the playbook watch the videos do the the role plays are just the biggest thing because you know i don't know now we're I, I know me and you everyone we're all used to sales role plays where it's just like hey like this is how i can learn hey i'm gonna try new clothes on you where if you You know, unless you're just really good and I don't know, you, you can just try it out on the doors just randomly, but these rookies, you know, they get into this mindset where it's like, oh, this is my pitch. This is my close. And they get into this rut because they aren't trying anything new. and What they're doing isn't working. So I think role plays like companies, I know like Sam Taggart says this a lot, but yeah, companies that do role plays, like those are the companies that are making a ton of money because their reps understand that's the culture we don't just show up to the meetings chill on your phone scroll through instagram and say like we're going to learn something new so i love that um i guess yeah the last thing is you know there's like green x like pretty big company there's these other companies that are pretty big they have the resources the funds to go out create a sales um, playbook create the training videos you know, what What are your tips on people that, you know, don't have, you know, a ton of the funds or maybe the resources to go out and build this huge sales training program?
1: Yeah, I, uh, yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I, I would say that to do your best in in finding ways to create content for your reps. So, you know, whether that may be you know, maybe you don't have the resources to, uh, you know, have an individual dedicated to the training. You know, you you can still put together a curriculum. You know, develop. I so I'm a big fan of of sales scripts. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily while you're while now. I would say I'm also a big fan of of going off script uh, during the process. But the thing with sales scripts, what those provide is is it provides the reps a basic knowledge and confidence of what they need to say to be able to get a sale. So I have a script that I know that this script will lead to a sale. And so if I just have reps, you know, have a, at least a set skeleton script, that they're going to be able to have the confidence that that can lead uh, to a sale. Just on and like so, a Google uh, Google Doc or something, right? Just exactly. every minimum put on
0: a Google Doc, put down your thoughts as a regional or a VP.
1: That's right. Come up with uh, again, kind of this basic sales outline, come up with a curriculum, you know, whatever that is, you want to do a little 12 step process where you kind of have an overview week, uh, you know, an intro, uh, building needs and value, uh, you know, closing objections. Uh, in fact, I usually have two weeks on objections because okay. objections, uh, are, uh, are so important that you have to be able to, to overcome. Right. And then building in, you know, some of those, some of those more advanced techniques, like your nonverbals, uh, Right. And then even again, if you don't have the ability to, uh, you know, make videos, uh, you know, start off by uh, shooting some videos on your phone. Right. One thing you can do as a leader, again, if you've sold in the past, uh, take your phone out with you. And record yourself during, uh, during actual conversations and interactions um, with, uh, with customers, right? So that reps can, can see the process of a sale and see what you're doing, right? Uh, so you can do that. Uh, as a rep, if you don't have the resources and those... So let's say you're a rep and you're working for a company that doesn't have a sales manual, that doesn't have training videos, Right? That doesn't have uh, abilities to do role plays. Uh, some things that I've seen that work in the past. Uh, first of all, create your own curriculum. Uh, create your own plan of of what needs to be improved. You know, maybe this week I'm going to focus on on my nonverbal language, right? On my on my body language here right? And so at least you have a plan set out for yourself. Because again, if you don't have these systems and this plan in place, it becomes very informal. And I would say decreases the efficiency of your training. And then I would also say, if you don't have training videos, uh, you know what, Uh, take videos of yourself doing role play, send it to your manager and have them critique it, right? If you don't have the ability to do role plays, one thing I would do a lot uh, is uh, role play in the mirror, Right, if you have no one there to do role plays with you, role play in the mirror or just video yourself and look at it afterwards and provide feedback for yourself. And so, if you don't have these resources, um, I would say yes, it makes it more tough, but it doesn't make it impossible. And just sometimes you have to get creative with how you take these overall systems and then tailor them uh, to your abilities. Oh, I love that because if you <clears throat> think about everything you just said with
0: videos, you know, creating your own curriculum. You know, basically, if you can always just take your main objective, which is to close the the deal, it's like sometimes companies or sometimes people make it too complicated where it's like, oh, there's so much that goes into it, which there is, but at the same time, if you can break it down into, okay, if I can get through the intro, what's the intro? If I can go over the service, sign the agreement, and then over the basic nonverbals. Um that's that's the training program, you know. And then the hardest part is yeah, taking that, actually applying it in certain situations. So I think you're right on the dot, you know, where it's just think about your main objective, don't complicate things. And just know you just you're just trying to get the cell. And that in the reality that's that's what it comes down to. So you know I love I love everything they've talked about with off season training with rookies, off-season training with vets. I think that's, I've never heard someone talk about that. So that's huge for companies to start implementing. And then in-season training, I think people do it, but there's a lot of tips that you gave that, you know, you can, they can try to implement and increase their reps, uh, rep skills. So that was great, man. I uh, Thanks for thanks for hopping on. I know you're a busy guy with uh, your PhD to talk to us door-to-door guys. <laughs> Um, I know that this is going to bring a lot of value to the industry.
1: No, of course. Yeah. Thanks. uh, Thanks so much for having me. Uh, Yeah. You know, just always looking for opportunities to uh, help make the industry a better place.
0: That's the goal, man. Well, thanks Bryce and good luck in uh, your PhD. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Austin. Okay. We'll talk to you later. Okay. See ya.